0: Hurry, 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 down to a podcast or us. Due to a shipping error, we have a surplus of podcasts to sell, or by the end of the week, we'll be giving them away. This week's special offer, by Staggering Stories Podcast 48, get another one free, and we'll even throw in a real Keith complete with detachable knees. So get down to your nearest store or look for us in yellow pages. Proof of identity may be required. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Crumley.
1: I'm Fake Keith.
0: I'm Adam. And I... I'm the Rookie.
1: So we have some bad news. Yes, we have bad no Jean tonight. No. But in a way it's good news. Is it? Because the country has called and Jean has answered. She has, yeah. She's there in London at the mm-hmm. moment Ooh. with Greenwich Council oh, yes. doing her thing. Yes. She didn't back down right. when the Queen said, Jean... I need your help. Oh, that is good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Jean, she stepped forward. She stepped up to the plate as our American friends would say. She didn't step in it, did she? I hope not. No. Okay. And she's well, taking well. one for the country. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> Lucky Jean.
1: Hopefully she'll be back next time.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. Anyway, roughly taking one for the country. It's El Presidente with the news.
2: Two news, slightly old news. Um, neglected to mention it last time, but there's going to be an animated Doc Two series on the way, Oh mm. featuring David Tennant as the Doctor. Yep, of course. Georgia Moffat, not as Jenny. Oh, hmm. but as something called Cassie Rice. Okay. Ah. Okay. Uh, Lisa Bowerman, mm-hmm. uh, somebody we don't know who yet. Yep. She's
1: the one who does Benny. Yes, Indeed, yes, yeah. yes.
2: Benice, and David Warner, uh, somebody else. <laughs> 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 Warner, uh, somebody
1: else. <laughs> We're a font of information. <laughs> we are. Aren't we? Aren't yeah, we? he's appeared in quite a few
3: big Finnish plays, hasn't he? <laughs> he has. Uh, well, he has a the doctor in one. Well, and yes, Saff- and Steel.
0: Saff- Steele,
2: Saffron Steel and I think
3: Newton. He played Newton in one of them.
2: It's going to be called Dreamland, and much like the Infinite Quest some Saff- couple of Saff- years ago now. Yep it's going to be lots of short episodes in this case um about 6 minutes long mm-hmm. seven mm. of them and it will be on children's bbc of course and it's written by Phil Ford it's called Dreamland
3: is mm. it do you know if it's being made by Cosgrove Hall cuz they made that did the last one
2: and there was an offshoot of Cosgrove Hall who made the last one i think ah
0: well i got some uh, bad news i'm afraid oh can we guess Mm, ITV's cancelled Primeval.
1: That was going to be my guess. Yes. No, you can't <laughs> guess.
2: One, they said a few weeks ago, no decision has been made.
3: Yeah,
1: they lied.
3: Mm, they told us porkies. They well, did. I, th- I think at one point in time they were trying to get what is it, the Sci-Fi Channel interested, weren't
2: they? There certainly was talk of the uh, production company trying to deal with a multi-channel, I mean, yes, I mean, a digital channel, to premiere it on the digital channel and then have it on ITV a yeah. week or two later. Yeah, In an attempt to gain extra
0: funds I think ITV have uh, shot themselves in the foot big time because uh, Primeval was their major Saturday tea time uh, attraction. Well, it, yeah, it was well, their
1: prime time. Apart from the uh, sport, it's what was bringing well, in their ratings. It, yeah, yeah well, so
0: why they had to go and cancel it? I mean, okay, admittedly, it wasn't producing an episode of Primeval isn't, isn't exactly cheap. But even so, I mean, they shouldn't. Well, they should have done a fourth season just to um, wind everything up.
2: Yeah. Well, we will get back to this our mm-hmm. thing later. Mm, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. Second on it, but they're canceling all their effectively canceling all their pre-watershed drama
0: yeah mm, they're going to lose they're going to lose viewers big time
2: well what are their biggest rated things their biggest rated things are what Britain's Got
3: Talent yeah yeah, stuff they're, rubbish like that they're, yeah, they're going true. they're going back to as it was in the 80s recession cheap shows yeah, yeah. Mm, which
1: yeah. usually means lowest common denominators,
0: yeah, which was, yeah. which was yeah.
3: talent shows and quiz shows
0: yeah exactly yeah it's a shame. So, in other words, stuff for the great unwashed masses.
3: Mm,
2: yeah. <laughs> Long term, it can't be a good move, because where's the revenue coming yeah. from these programmes? Well, they can't bad. sell them overseas. They can't sell Britain's Got Talent overseas. No, no completely not. Really no. not. There's, there's no merchandise in that. You can't sell DVDs I don't know, DVDs the posable
1: Simon Cowell doll. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wash your mind out. For
0: people to pretty. stick uh, pins in. Hmm.
2: And how can they repeat it? I mean, Prime yeah. Evil, they can repeat for years to come. Yeah. does yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. They'll be selling it to the networks and it'll end up in Bravo. Well, it's going to
2: yeah. BBC America,
1: Prime
3: Evil, yeah. for example.
1: Unfortunately, this is the state of television at the moment. There's no money out there, so they just scrape the bottom of the barrel. Michael Grade. <laughs> 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 is he in
3: charge of ITV at the
1: moment? I think so, yes. yes. Yeah.
3: History repeating itself. Of yep. course.
1: Uh, we've got the air dates for the Torchwood radio plays. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They'll be on BBC Radio 4, and the first one is called Asylum. That's going to be on Wednesday, July the 1st at 2.15. Then we've got Golden Age, which will be on Thursday at 2.15, and The Deadline, which will be on Friday, at 2.15. Now, that's deadline, as in two words, not one word, so... <laughs> <laughs> mm. Deadline. Um, Asylum's <laughs> been written by Anita Sullivan, Golden Age by James Goss, and The Deadline by Phil Ford, who we've mm. just talked about. Mm, a lot of work, hasn't he? He has. He's
2: also
3: doing um, Waters of Mars.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Ooh, yeah. Busy Which, lad.
3: From the, again, from the trailer, look very nice. No news of the um, Children of Earth 5 episode when that's being there, though, is there?
2: No, people have their speculations that it be in July. Yeah. There's apparently um, a week's gap, Yeah, apparently in the schedule, and I think it's correct's it's going to be, but no official. Mm.
3: Right. I, th- I think, looking just before we came out, that uh, something about tr- uh, Children of Earth... Has gone up on the BBC online news. Right. But again, there's no televised dates up there.
1: It's got to be soon because they've been showing that trailer over and over. Mm,
3: that's
2: it. You only really get official dates about two weeks before yeah. when the listening magazines get, yeah. get the mm-hmm. schedule.
1: The trailer looks damn good though. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Good news, everybody!
3: Futurama is back! for Comedy Central for another 26 new episodes. Hooray.
1: Why did you do a Muhammad Ali impression? <laughs> I don't know, I, I
3: just felt it was a you frog in my throat. And, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: all, the, all the
3: actors are back, uh, Billy West, Philip J. Fry, Katie Siegel, Leela, John DiMaggio as Bender Bending Rodriguez, and they've all signed on to the return. Oh. Yay. They're reporting that it's an original episode-by-episode episode format, not... Not films again, so hopefully yeah. that another sort of turn back to form. Hopefully so. Yes.
2: yes.
0: Mm, hopefully yes.
2: Ridley Scott, director of Blade Runner has announced a new web series. It's called Pure Fold, and it's a series of linked 5-10 to ten minute shorts, which will apparently be set at a point in time before 2019, which is a setting for Blade Runner. Not directly a Blade Runner series, but very much influenced by it, uh, and, you know, Blade Runner with yeah. the serial numbers filed off.
3: And uh, are yeah, we talking set in the Blade Runner universe?
2: Effectively or no... Although not explicitly Yeah Apparently it will harvest story input from its viewers In conjunction with a social media site Friendfeed i never heard that one so Is that
1: <laughs> just a way of getting people to write the story? Our <laughs> Blade Runner doing their own Create your own staggering story? <laughs> Always oh, copying us. Yeah, Do we get copy <laughs> <laughs> Well,
2: maybe. I can't. I can't see how they can take that much input and still get it out on time. Yeah, Otherwise yeah. Weeks and weeks between each. Episode. You can imagine yeah. some yeah. of the
1: input that people would come up with. Well, that too. It, it depends. You
3: know, it would be maybe something like uh, "Drop the Dead Donkey," whereas yeah. it was filmed. <laughs> it was filmed the night before it was actually shown, so you had the basic storylines, but they could drop in
2: news. Yeah.
3: News. Yeah. Items. Mm. Apparently, the central theme will be what
2: does it mean to be human? Which, of course, is Blade Runner again. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, was... yeah in a nutshell, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Guillermo del Toro has confirmed in a chat with BBC Radio 5's Simon Mayo that Hugo Weaving will return with Andy Serkis and Ian McKellen in The Hobbit. Mm, oh, that's good. Weaving played Elrond in the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. The first of the two films is scheduled to be released in December 2011, Ooh. followed by the second in December 2012. Scheduled, surely. I don't care. <laughs> Shut up, fools! <laughs> Muhammad Ali again.
0: <laughs> Liam Neeson is in negotiations with 20th Century Fox to sign the long it's long in long in the pipe time big screen adapta- adaptation of the A-Team as John Hannibal Smith.
1: I don't know. I can't see that. it doesn't strike me as an obvious choice. Mm, yeah, maybe I'd have, got, I'd, have, I'd have gone for George Clooney. Is that sort of rugged, good looking, but you know, not ashamed of the fact he's going, he's gray. getting old and mm. going grey. Maybe. I don't suppose
2: really he'd take
0: it somehow. <laughs> and Bradley Cooper is an early talks to play lieutenant. Uh, Templeton of Faceman Peck. Mm. in the Joe Carnahan-directed movie based on the 1980s TV series. Who's Mm. Bradley
1: Cooper? What's Uh, he been in? Uh, Alias. Oh, yeah.
0: Isn't he in that new film's out at the moment, The
1: Hangover or whatever? Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, I can picture him now. What what is important
3: about this, or what strikes me, is they haven't mentioned who's playing Mad Murdoch. Howling Mad Murdoch.
1: Yeah. Mm, Can't think who could play B.A. short of Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) Who, of course, is... Also in the hangover. hangover. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Chris Eubank. Might well, worth moving your mic down. It's it's a silly cool. idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you fool. Um, back on the remake trail, uh, a new writer has been hired to pen the remake of Total Recall.
1: Alright, oh, I'm now mm. just really yeah. peed off with all this. I know. This. <laughs> remake, remake, remake. But Let's get that's... a bit of imagination, people. But the thing is, it was 1990 film. You know, in the
3: 90s, that's, that's far too early. 20 years ago. I was yeah. going to say,
1: to your sons, that's history. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But still, remake, stop it.
3: <laughs> well, have God. we
1: got a remake of Little House on the Prairie coming? No. Yeah, there is a
3: God. <laughs> <laughs> Columbia Pictures have sent Kurt Wimmer, Equilibrium, to write the new version of Total Recall for a proposed remake of said film.
1: Is he sort of Arnold's brother, but with a lisp or an <laughs> yeah. you know, inability Kurt, to roll Kurt his arms? Wimmer.
3: <laughs> Kurt Wimmer. Wimmer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, that was wrong.
3: I, I don't like this word. The movie will be a adaptation of Cop out. the Philip K. Dick story. We can remember it for you wholesale. Well, if I remember rightly, that... Itself was a short story.
0: Yes, that was yeah. expanded. Yeah, that to they fit. just blew it up to a movie fit, length. Yeah. yeah,
3: Total Recall was resurrected for a remake earlier this year by studio and producer Neil Moritz for his original feature banner, Columbia original S- Films. S- original S- films. S- sorry, original S- S- films banner. Columbia secured the remake rights from Miramax, which has opted to co-finance the film when it is ready to shoot. So you can imagine what the opening titles are going to be like. You're going to about about twenty minutes of credits oh. before. Oh. We and Mirror Man's to the film, film
1: in yeah. association with Spyglass and glass. Oh. oh and Amuletious. here's the bad robot. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very common nowadays, sadly. Yeah. 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 Great.
1: Former Stargate star and general sex god and <laughs> It doesn't say <laughs> that here. bloke and oh, it don't, say don't that? you just want to cuddle um, in Michael um, Shanks
4: Okay. is
1: going to appear in an episode of Sanctuary. That's to work s- then, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you take anything.
0: <laughs> he's not out of work, he's between roles. Between jobs, yeah. yes.
1: He's going to be reunited with fellow SG1 star Amanda Tapping in episode 209, entitled Penance, in which he'll play a character called Jimmy. Jimmy! Probably not Scottish, though. <laughs> um, Sanctuary is going to return with oh, 13 speckled. new episodes in the autumn. Um, Michael Shanks is also going to be seen in an episode of Stargate Universe playing. Can you guess who? Come it. Same Daniel ar- Jackson. Stop being silly. Uh,
0: <laughs>
3: Slotty farfast. I, go I was gonna say the janitor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you never see the janitor. No. Yeah, all that blood's usually yeah, gone yeah. the next all day. And, and liquid yeah, it's all cleaned and, up. Yeah.
2: Sad news now David Carradine has been found dead in a hotel room In Bangkok On an unfortunately named wireless road uh, Where he was apparently found in the wardrobe Strung up With a rope around his hands um, And a shoelace tied around his um,
3: Naughty bits Neck and um,
2: other Other bits (laughs) He's famous for appearing in Kung Fu And hundreds of other films Including Mm -hmm. uh, Bound for
1: Glory Have you read the quote from his manager though? This is an example of a blatant refusal to look bare facts in the face. He insists uh, that it wasn't um, no, a fair. game <clears throat> or suicide, that he was actually offed by a secret sect of kung fu uh, gangs or something. Assassins. 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 Oh, okay. yeah. 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 I think it's very um, very likely, yes. yes.
2: He, he wasn't <laughs> at all
1: uh, no. caught. Oh, no, 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 no. Any
3: auto-aerotic no, no. type. Yeah, um, auto
1: no, I'm just impressed that at 72 years old He's, you know, still going for
0: it <laughs> Apparently what I was reading in <laughs> Was um, his ex-wife used to say That he got his jollies from riding around on a horse While wearing very thin underpants
1: Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> so despite the childish sniggering uh, sad news It is, his
0: um, Oh yes, yes. I
2: suppose so A
1: bit bizarre mm. Strange way to go Very strange way to go But no one's ever going to forget it
2: I seek not to know all the answers, but to understand the questions.
1: Oh, if anyone wants a Dalek, there's one for sale in Boulevard's The Florists in Crawley. From a mm-hmm. nice man called Graham who wants £900 for it. If you look up Boulevard's, the florists, you can ring them up and ask for them for Graham's number. He's very sweet. They've got him dressed up as a groom in the uh, shop window at the moment, covered Hold, in flowers yep, with a top hat flowers. on his head. Okay. For a would be conqueror of the galaxy, it's a bit of a come down, but you know. Yeah.
2: yeah. And where did they find this Darnick?
1: Um, it's one of their friends, Graham, but he's asking £900 for it, though I'm sure he'll haggle. Yes. Sounds like a pretty good deal, actually. Mm -hmm. I tell you, if we didn't have to have our guttering done, we'd have bought it. (laughs) If I had the room, I'd buy it. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. So you was discussing about getting rid of your table and putting it there.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, if one of the kids would hurry up and move out, we could have it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it would have a job getting him up the stairs. It hovers. Yeah, Yeah, he does it himself these days. Oh, yes, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) One final bit of news. Um... We lost a fellow fan. We didn't know him. Uh, His name was Sebastian Neal, and he had possibly the most stylish funeral known to Doctor Who fans. Um, He was only 26, and apparently he died after a fall. And instead of... Reading from the scriptures, his family reads quotes and extracts from the series. He was buried in a TARDIS-shaped coffin, which included a flashing light. Yep. And rather than hymns, there was music from the series as well, which, according to his family, was exactly how he'd have wanted to go. Mm. So, sympathies to the family. But I bet if he was looking, he'd have loved it. Oh, I'm yeah, sure he would have. Very much
0: so. And stylish. So that brings us to the end of the news. Mm.
1: We've been watching DVDs again. Uh, Uh
0: again. Some of us have.
1: We've been watching uh, from Patrick Trouton's era. Mm-hmm. Is it called The Invasion or Invasion? The, okay. the Invasion.
0: Okay. The Invasion. Like the yes, Colin okay. Baker. And, I We've, saw the Colin Baker in Kingdom.
1: Yes, yes. apparently he was. What's Kingdom? Uh, Stephen Star Fry.
0: Stephen Fry's, um a lawyer in a small Norwich. Called kingdom. Yes, in a small Norfolk town.
1: Okay. No I think the same <laughs> images came to my head as came to yours. <laughs> right, so we watched The Invasion. Why did I put an emphasis on The?
0: <laughs> the. <laughs>
1: the Programme. That bought us the Frog Chorus. What? Why did bring, um, fro-
0: bring us the
3: Frog Chorus? Uh, w- were we watching the same... Yes,
1: program? we were watching the same program. Okay. Cast your minds back to... Mm-hmm. I think it was. Wibbly, 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 weebly wibbly, 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 wibbly <laughs> I think it was the final episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to spoil it for everyone. They were launching missiles, etc, etc, etc. You had little unit man monitoring on his... Cheap, funky blip machine. And you had. Who was it? Was it the Brigadier?
3: Could have been. I think it
1: was the Brigadier and Jimmy, the second in command, standing (laughs) behind him. Jimmy. And the little Blippy man announced that he'd seen a bomb, to which the Brigadier and Jimmy both went, bomb, bomb. (laughs) (laughs) One after another, yes. It made
3: me chuckle. It did.
2: Made no. me chuckle
1: so much I had to rewind it because I missed a bit.
2: Rewind?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yes, I was watching on video. Uh.
2: <laughs> Delirious after,
0: uh, episodes,
1: after <laughs> episodes of that. Yeah. So come on, what do we think of the invasion? El Presidente.
2: Well, let's begin with Weiss. DVD DVDs Unusual. There are two episodes oh, yes. which are missing. Yeah. Yes. The video is gone. The audio is still there because people illegally <laughs> recorded it off their TV, reels, reel or something mm-hmm. like that. Tape
3: cassette. I don't think in 1968 that. No, set. no, but I, I did it with tape cassette. Okay.
1: Ah. I'll send the police round.
0: is mm-hmm. <laughs> theft. That was yeah. back in yeah. the 70s. It's
1: copyright theft still was. <laughs> I don't care if you were only six.
2: <laughs> anyway. So they recreated the video by animating it.
0: Excellent. Osgrove Hall, the people who do Danger Mouse. Yay. <laughs> oh, speaking of reanimating things, we haven't said hello to the uh, <gasps> Head of uh, Pertwee. Hello,
2: hello, Head of Pertwee!
1: He particularly enjoyed the invasion. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, mm-hmm. he liked it. Yeah,
0: a bit of a
2: precursor to his era. It was, mm-hmm. of course, That's leading right,
1: yes. up to... We have heard from Gene, oh. the um, subject... Of the she cartoon the element she no, the no, no, oh. no She, she, she left, she left all instructions us. She did
3: She left behind instructions She
1: did And she said they've got to be read With a Cockney Sparrow accent Oh, Ooh. God Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll give that a go
0: Poor <laughs> blimey Gov
1: strike a light okay. Love, Ada I like the idea of filling the missing episodes <laughs> With the cartoon And convincing. hope this will mean that more of these classic Black and white stories will be released <laughs>
2: <laughs> on
1: the point of the cartoon element, it was nice. It was in black and white, but I found it a bit what <laughs> <laughs> boxy. <laughs> I watched the documentary and understood why the cartoon style was used, but I would have liked something a little more fluid or realistic. I know the BBC does not have the kind of budget of Final Fantasy, but I hope the style is softer and more softer and more realistic for future releases. I, yeah, I've got to admit with that
3: point in mind, the cartoon style, even though it was by the same production house, was a world away from Danger Mouse.
1: What, you mean the yeah. fact it was very basic?
3: It, yeah, it struck me as very, very basic Same people did Scream the Schalke as well. Yeah, it it struck Mm, me more... Now, I can understand why it was what it was with Scream the the Schalke, because of the bit rate. So they had to cut down on movement and and whatever. But this was footage... They this didn't need to cut down, but you still yeah. got the same sense.
1: It was still, it was still
3: limited, actually. Yeah, boxy
1: and it yeah. jerky. It reminded mm. me of... It's a ridiculous thing to remind me of, but it reminded me of Paddington, when yeah. you had shots <laughs> of the, the human beings. Yeah, it was, because they
0: moved very jerkily, yeah. they
1: did. Yeah.
3: So I'm, I'm not sure, but Cosgrove Hall seemed to have gone backwards in the
0: animation rather than forwards. They didn't it's have the budget. Yeah, mm. I think that was basically the problem. Yeah, yeah. I it's, thought the it were its, good. It served its purpose...
1: Yeah, completely. Mm. If you'd just sat and listened to the audio, you really wouldn't have got the yeah. idea as much as you did with with the uh, with the cartoon. True. And the, the likenesses, as I said, were very good. Oh, yes. Although yeah. everyone oh, yeah. seemed to have too much eyeshadow on. Yes. I mean, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. probably just a style thing. And uh, Packer looks... <laughs> no, uh, uh, sorry. Can I, can I get it right. It's... Her car. He looked much more hunky animated than he did oh, yes. in real yeah.
2: life. I think he was quite butch in real life. <laughs> uh, okay.
3: Well, it, it, it's quite ironic because the, um, the lorry driver who first picks him up yeah. Oh, yeah. only appears in the first episode, yes. so he only appears in it as in a cartoon, a cartoon. Oh, you poor see guy. you see a photograph of him in episode two.
1: Yeah, but he of only, course you do because he's a unit man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you only see him
3: really as as a cartoon.
2: <laughs> it is in a way a shame that the first episode is missing. It would have been better if you know. Obviously, we can't change it, but it would have been better if it were a normal episode. Then went into a yeah, animated. Yeah,
3: well, completely. That that is another thing I, I noticed <laughs> on the recap bit right yeah. at the end or right at the beginning of the episode they obviously have that footage yeah yeah. yeah. and the animation suddenly got very a lot more fluid yeah that's quicker. understandable
0: that is because yeah. they had, they had the, uh, the film footage to work the, the, from. yeah they literally
3: they mm. literally rotoscoped I yeah. think that's the term mm. rotoscoped yeah, it on to the cartoon. And unfortunately, on this
2: story, they didn't even have telly snaps. So often, with some of the missing ep- episodes, they actually have off screen photos. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they can put those together and they can mm-hmm. see what people look like, they can see the sets and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. But here, they didn't even have that. All <clears> had was a shooting script.
1: See, I didn't know that, in which case, I think it's they did a very good job
2: Mm. yeah all in their head obviously they had the other episodes they knew what counts they knew what some some of the places looked like less so in the first episode Mm. yeah
3: i think uh, reading documentary they went back and took photographs where they were available of the locations and re-photographed the locations
1: right what modern day yeah. locations are still there.
3: Some of them are, yeah. yes. Some of them aren't. Like the uh the building which um International Electromagnetics was based in was based in. I think that's still there and they, cool. they took various photographs mm. yeah. of that. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of humour. Oh well, yeah. Being a Patrick trout story, yes. there's always gonna be humour. Mm. But there was a lot of you know, both intentional and unintentional. Yes. I mean Jamie and the Doctor are just a riot. Mm-hmm. They always are, no matter what story it is. The um, bit where they were being cornered by the unit soldiers who just wanted to take them to talk to the brigadier but were being overdramatic about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they just sat down in the road and started playing cards. Yeah. Yeah, the second
3: doctor to <laughs> suddenly produce the
1: pack of yeah. cards and he's
3: having a quick game of patience. Yeah. <laughs>
1: then there were the unintentional bits of humour. Like we mentioned the frog, mm, chorus, frog chorus, but... Um, <laughs> I think it was the sixth episode when Zoe was doing her super duper Memory Girl bits. And she's going from radar screen to radar screen taking readings. Mm-hmm. And one of the soldiers oh, yes. had a really mm. good look, didn't <laughs> he? <they? Really? laughs> yeah, he looked at her <laughs> butt. Yeah. To say was I know she's not very really tall mm. but... Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, sort of looked up and down and mm. twice at the rear yes. end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which I'm surprised got through because yeah. it, it was very, very blatant. <laughs> and. and <laughs> <laughs> the, the little things
3: that uh, appeared in there that are, of oh, yeah. um, I don't know, the little things that appeared in there that was put by one of the tech hands as they're climbing up through the lift shaft, Kilroy was here.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, it was yeah. It's written on the yeah. brickwork. <laughs>
3: That was um, Fraser Hines.
0: Yeah, oh, was it yeah.
1: one of the one of the most iconic images in very old Doctor Who was in this episode, the Cybermen coming down the steps of St Paul's. Yes, bursting, yeah. and, Bur-
0: bursting up from the sewers.
1: Yeah, growing up, you've se- I've seen dozens and dozens of pictures of the Cybermen coming down the steps at St Paul's, and yeah. always regretted that. You know, I, I never had the chance to see the episode. And this was the first time I'd actually seen the story through in full. And it's really disappointing because it literally <laughs> is just a fraction of a the second, second that a they're quick, coming down yeah, the steps a at St. Yeah. Paul's. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mind you, they did reenact the scene for the uh, documentary more than thirty years in the TARDIS. Well, it's not the same. Hmm. Yeah, but even so, I mean, it reenacted that scene very well. I, 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 I think we
3: re-enacted the scene from the Time Walk. Didn't I think we, we did. Yes, yes. Yeah. with Kevin loosely in the Cyberman suit. But I think we were drunk. Though. I think we were. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They also somewhat reenacted,
2: or at least paid homage to it in um, the two-part of the sidemen at the end of season.
1: Oh, Age of Steel two. and No
3: Doomsday. Well, um, and- uh, yeah, Army of with, uh, um, ghosts, ghosts and, yeah. Doomsday, Doomsday, yeah to a certain extent yeah they, yeah they were around that area
2: yeah lost sidemen all over london yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah well again back to little things what i did like was the sound of the sidemen when they burst through the sewers. They, they were i wouldn't say obviously but the uh sewer manhole covers must be made out of foam because they just got punched out mm. <laughs> yeah but you heard them clanging mm, when they yes. hit the floor yeah, yeah when one of the cybermen grabbed hold of jamie somebody was hitting it with a metal pipe and you also got the clanging yeah got Five uh, and also <laughs> when one of the cybermen got knocked off the top of the building Remember, yes. we, oh, yeah. it was obviously a dummy, but yeah. when it hit the floor, you heard, you, you heard a massive crang. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I found
1: the Cybermen's voice is very disappointing. Mm. When If David Banks yeah. stormed towards me in his Cyberman outfit, not mm-hmm. only would it fulfil many fantasies, <laughs> <laughs> his I... voice puts the fear of God in it, you. Yeah. Those Cybermen, they sound like they've got laryngitis. It's too they, high-pitched. Yeah,
2: very much so. Again, back to the new Who, those Cybermen from the alternate... Well, yeah. their voices are based on the invasion voices. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they are much mm-hmm. higher
1: than the Earth shock yeah. voices.
3: Yeah, but it's not as high. It's based no. on it, but mm. it's not as high. And they don't sound as funny. We should perhaps quickly go back to the
2: basic plot, which isn't too much to speak about, but it is very Pertwee. Yes. It's basically well, human mastermind enrolls alien invaders so he can take over the world. Yeah. Units come along. And
3: stop it. Yeah, mm-hmm. screw it up. Um, <laughs> well, it was the, <clears throat> the first unit story, and it's basically yes. the blueprint for the whole, nearly the whole of... Uh,
1: Pertwee's era. The head of Pertwee's era. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It yeah. was deliberately a kind of pilot f- yeah. for the next season. The villain, what did we think of Tobias Vaughan? I loved him. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> so did no a, I.
3: It's, he, he was a, a proper, drawn, three-dimensional villain. Mm. I. He was trying to help humanity by getting this technology and guide it under uh guide it to a newer, brighter future. The only downfall was it was under his Guidance. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, as I was saying to real Keith earlier on today, I mean, uh, I could easily draw comparisons between uh, Tobias Vaughan and uh, Professor Morbius from uh, Forbidden Planets. I oh, mean, okay. they're both doing the wrong things, but what they thought for the right reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he was very much the same, um, Professor Morbius. He had the uh, Krell technology, and he wanted to release that to humanity, but according to his guidelines yeah. and his and um, his time uh, timescale,
1: it's a case of power corrupting yeah. and mm, absolute yeah. power corrupting absolutely. Mm. They they bond villain i think it was oh, totally <laughs>
3: complete with the sidekick i think oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah i sidekick. <laughs> also i loved the way it was played i mean who was it kevin stoney it's kevin stoney had such a, a marvelous silky sardonic voice oh yeah it was only a couple of times that he actually lost it and started yeah. shouting mm. at people yeah but mm. he, he wasn't ranting he, they, he was angry because things had gone wrong yeah things that he thought should have been dealt with quite easily Had gone wrong.
0: I mean, the first time I saw Kevin uh, Kevin Stone, he was uh, in in the episode uh, "The Chimes of Big Ben" in the Prisoner. And um, yeah, whereas in in the Invasion, he was very sort of smooth, very silky and debonair. Yeah. I mean, in um, the Prisoner, he was very sort of gung ho. As I say, sort of really, yeah, (laughs) military type.
2: And he worked very well with his uh, his colleague. Yes. His underling. Parker. Parker, who was
3: completely incompetent. Oh yeah,
2: in every way.
3: <laughs> well, he's as you were saying, he's more comes across more of as a ten-year-old bully rather yeah, than. Oh, very sadistic. Much so. yeah, 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 wanting yeah. just
2: to rip people apart. Yeah,
3: you can see there's a very how can I put it a palpable air of disappointment in him when he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> completely loyal
2: though. Oh yeah, yeah. Even when he's obviously being dressed down all the time by yeah. his boss. He, yeah. No, no hint at all. He'd ever. Turn, turn on him, on him no. yeah. Mm. Yeah. which is of course why he was given the job yeah. despite being completely incompetent <laughs> he was almost <laughs> egoless yeah he was there for the kicks yeah
1: he <laughs> was one of one of many secondary characters in this that were excellent yeah it was a very good story for secondary characters you had Jimmy, the unit second in command, to, who I thought was going to come to a sticky end because we never see him again. Yeah, yeah. I can't
3: remember what his last name was, but no, it always called him Jimmy. Yep, yep. He never called
1: <laughs> Benton John, though, did he? No.
3: Well, no. <laughs> it, it was corporal, it's too far down oh, the ranks. Yeah. Uh, a captain is almost. I and think it's probably more of a history uh, between... Yeah, and it's, yeah. again, it's the Gentleman's Club.
1: And then you had um, Isabella Watkins. Yep. And again, you know, I, I know I go on and on about them not using the female characters well enough, but, you know, at least she had some gumption about her. Yeah. yeah oh, she yeah. Came she up. knew
3: what she wanted to do. She came up with a few ideas that actually actually progressed the plot. Forward. Yeah,
1: when she wasn't photographing Zoe in a <laughs> completely <laughs> dodgy fashion. Oh, well, you know, oh, you could have yeah. got quite an interesting side- slash fiction sideline
3: there quite <laughs> easily, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was eight episodes long, which yes. is a huge... Oh, I mean, it's two discs. Nice is it uh, two hours?
1: I don't know. Oh. I know it just <laughs> hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's also, so, three hours. I 90 minutes. Yeah, we, oh. put it, we put it on
3: at eight and didn't finish till about 11 o'clock oh. at night. It was the whole yeah. evening, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, and... It was, I won't say slow, there was enough going on in there to keep you interested, interest, but the Sidemen didn't actually enter into the story until about episode. episode five.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they end of episode four. Which,
1: yeah, which reveal. is... I agree it wasn't slow, but um, I feel it could have easily just all been packed yes. into four episodes. Yes, oh, yeah. and quite easily. And made an awful lot faster. Yeah.
2: I think that was a production thing, though, wasn't it? They they were behind on getting scripts in.
3: That's that, it. They that extended this
1: so story. They padded so. it out. See, I haven't inside. seen the uh, the documentary. Wasn't there something going on with Kit Pedler? I think the there was
3: simply because the the titles. It was I can't remember who From wrote a,
1: it was from a story Sherwin. by...
3: Yeah, it was Derek Sherwin from a story by Kit Pedler. Yeah. So, so the think...
2: script editor basically wrote it yeah. based
3: on <laughs> an original idea
2: by Kit Peddler. There was a bit of friction because Kit Peddler apparently wanted to do more story, whereas the production team wanted him just as an ideas man yeah. from the, you know, the science side of it. There's a bit of a compromise giving him such a opening credit to keep him happy. But
1: So what do we think of
3: Unit? Well, it's in the formation days of Unit, because it's literally the first story. Yep. It isn't quite... It it isn't quite the paramilitary we have today, but it isn't quite the cosy tea and muffins you had during the Pertwee era. I yeah. think it was heading
1: towards it, the fact that he kept yes. calling Jimmy Jimmy. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was interested to see that
2: uh, the Brigadier seemed to me to be pretty much a fully formed Brigadier as we knew him in the Pertwee time. Yeah. yeah, there was... yeah. I haven't seen the web of fear no so i don't know how he progressed from that but for, for me as his that's second it. episode yeah. his first as the brigadier that's it he was, he, he
3: he, he was a fully formed character yeah. he understand understood everything about him yeah he didn't really change at all
2: after that, <laughs> i
1: don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, thing. I, yeah. I think it's probably a good thing <laughs> well, he, he just the character yeah. was
3: right
2: the yeah, actor was he right and him straight and off the ground and, running
1: yeah why change it yeah
3: yeah, yeah. It, that is Who he is. Yeah. 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 Leads the men into battle.
1: So this if um, the Pertwee years were meant to be the uh, eighties. Apparently. Yeah. They should have had some basic form of email. (laughs) So why did why did he have to get on a plane and go all the way to Geneva? I think (laughs) I think this was seventy six,
3: this one. It was meant to be seventy (laughs) six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but when it was initially written... Mm, they still
1: had the bleeding telephone, though. They? <laughs> <laughs> they
2: had video telephones.
1: Though. Yeah, yeah. And they had video
3: telephones, yeah.
1: It's just everything seemed to take so long. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah. The first, Like the story.
2: The first three episodes, basically, the Doctor, Jamie, and then Zoe and Isabel mm. trying to get in and out of le- international let- let- electromatics. Yeah, yeah. building. Twice, two or three times each, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> effectively. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I did like the um the foresight that whoever wrote it had in realizing exactly how annoying answer machines and automatic <laughs> messages were gonna be in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I also enjoyed um Zoe's Captain Kirk method of confusing it and making it blow up. <laughs> Didn't quite
3: buy her a use of Algol. (laughs) See,
1: uh, we did wonder.
3: You you mentioned that when we watched it.
1: Yeah, because even I figured out that just because you tell a computer to print doesn't mean it's going to blow up. (laughs) I've I've
2: never programmed an Algol. Lots of other -hmm. other languages, never never Mm an Algol. But that didn't really sound like a real programming language (laughs) to me. (laughs) So picky. I know. So very, I know. very, very picky. I, know. I like the way there's this machine in the middle of an empty room yeah. is the answer machine. <laughs> it's yeah. the receptionist. You had, you had a set
3: of comfy chairs, actually, much like these comfy chairs.
2: It yeah. <laughs> did strike me that Vaughan had these at least two big compounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, identical um, offices for himself, which is fair enough, but... They seem to be otherwise empty, apart from hacker, <laughs> security guys, yeah. and a couple of scientists. Yeah, yeah. There's no one else. And, uh, you know, these huge skyscrapers—nobody in them.
1: You, you know yourself how much computers have come on. Mm. In those days, they would have needed those skyscrapers, skyscrapers, skyscrapers <laughs> to complete keep the rest of the computer in.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe. Mm, <laughs> yeah, but that sounds somewhat reminiscent of um, the city in um time lash. I mean, a big, yes. <laughs>
1: huge a city. A huge city,
0: and yet there's about 12 inhabitants. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello.
0: <laughs>
1: Speaking of the Cybermen, which we weren't, they had this device that could introduce emotion to them, oh, which yes. was a cracking idea. Yep. But I do question... The logic of introducing fear as the primary emotion, yes. knowing that's going to send the best of us crazy, mm-hmm. why not use sadness? <laughs> then the worst that would have happened would it have been sat in the corner and sobbed <laughs> rather than <laughs> gone haywire, killing people?
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Bit odd, but unfortunately, some men didn't. Do very much
1: no, no.
3: really they were hardly in it so, really. yeah they were only in their little set pieces which was
1: bursting uh, dramatically uh, out of the, the packing cases and, yeah. yeah
3: and packing cases mm. so i mean uh, this is this is one of my slight little niggles about it they could have I, I i don't see why they chose invasion a episodA to do the cartoon sections with they could have chosen something like uh um abominable snowman or web of fear mm. again which is half the episode missing mm. But it's only a four-parter.
2: Well, this was obviously a, a big, well-known, well-regarded yeah. story.
3: Again, same with Web of Fear and Bonable
2: Snowman. Maybe well,
1: perhaps the percentages were, were wrong. I mean, fifty percent of Web of Fear is missing, so yeah, perhaps co- it would be hmm. too much. They they're needed could, I'll, I'll, a story I'll, with more actual footage. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. The shame, so they are
2: running out of Patrick Trout yes. stories. I think there's only two left, yeah. like, which are complete. Yeah. haven't put out on DVD yet and there's about 20 or so <laughs> the, which are incomplete yeah, partials so. yeah, it'd
1: be nice to see him do it again. it, be. it would I, be but I
2: gather it didn't sell this no. well, uh, well this
1: that, that, is,
3: that is one of the things because it it's such a long story so Nate Parter it's all black and white which doesn't do too well anyway so it is in question whether they do any more like yeah.
1: this I don't know. Do you think the the average man on the street who thinks, yeah, I'll buy a doctor, an old Doctor Who, would have seen the cover, which has on the front as well as the normal uh, screen grab, has a cartoon picture of Patrick Trouton in the corner. Do you think the average man on the street might think, well, this is all just an animated series. I won't buy it. I
0: think
3: they'd be intrigued by it more. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure the average man in the street would bought that myself.
0: Yeah, but you know, I think a lot of people would buy. uh, Curiosity to see the, the uh, combination of animation and um, live action.
1: That's what I mean. though. did mm-hmm. they? Do you think people didn't realise it was a combination? Did they think it mm, was completely live it. action because of the cartoon face on the front? I doubt it. It does say on there: missing episodes one
2: and four. Now, recreate, recreate mm, with brand it. new animation and original TV soundtracks. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It just, it seems, it strikes me that it's going to be the sort of thing that only hardcore yeah. fans will buy. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, mm, yeah that's maybe. what it strikes me as. Perhaps so, that's true of all the black and white. So, yeah, no.
1: It's a shame because um, a lot of a lot of the um, shots that could have looked extremely cheesy are very much more effective in black and white. <laughs> <Yeah>. the, um, <laughs> the communication device that Tobias Vaughn had to taught to the Cybermen, mm. which, as our eldest construct pointed out. Isn't that just a load of cups and a bottle turned upside down? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yep. Actually
1: looked quite good, but if that had been yeah. in colour, yeah. it would have looked as tacky as it obviously was. <laughs> Probably. Blew up impressively, though. That it did. Gene has some more to say.
0: This is one that I would really not recommend watching all in one go, as I did. I think it may benefit from two sittings just to break it up, which matches with it... A little annoyingly, being just over two DVDs. Has she got a sore throat? I think she has. Okay,
3: <laughs> no, it is is on two discs, so it's best to watch one disc one night and one disc the other night if you,
1: yeah. you really really want to. Gene continues
0: Mm. However, this story gives us one of the two iconic images of the Doctor Who in the 60s. One being a Dalek on Westminster Bridge, and this one giving us the Cybermen walking towards the embankment in front of St Paul's. If they did that walk now, they would end up on the wibbly-sorry Millennium Bridge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It takes modern where they probably Mm. belong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah
1: jean also recommends that we watch the extras on disc number two because they're particularly good do we agree with her on, on the most part, yeah. I yep. think she's she was very succinct
3: and to the point.
1: She was, yes. even with
3: her sore throat. Unlike her at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd recommend buying inv- the Invasion. Mm. Yeah, it's good. You have to stick with it. Yes. It's a bit it's not
2: tough going, but it is a bit drawn out. It first, is, it really. is. But it's so iconic as she says, and yeah. so many things have referenced it.
3: And there is so much so little of uh Patrick
0: Chowton out there now. And now to introduce a little bit of culture to our show, here is Escape Pod Discs featuring real Keith.
3: Right, okay, um this is my Escape Pod Discs here, and uh i think i do have an apology here because they've given me far too much time it's been three podcasts since we've mm-hmm. last done this and the list has been growing as i've thought of other exponentially. things exponentially yeah mm-hmm. so so um, i try to keep this quick and i shall try to keep this succinct but this is me uh-huh. <laughs> first vision i have to go with uh, el presidente on the b5 box set oh. it's got to be a must also, I'd like to include Buffy's Season 2 to 5. Beautiful arc. 2 was when it got its act together, 5 when it came to a natural end. She died. I'd also like to throw in other Whedon works, such as Firefly box set. Can't speak enough about that. Serenity, again. Uh, Doctor Horrible. Sing-along blog. Beautiful piece. Wonderful music in there. I'd also like to throw in uh, Once More with Feeling, the Buffy musical, uh, the two Xena musicals as well. They're, they're wonderful. They're there and sing along to them. is um,
1: aware the ship's blowing up, mm,
3: isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. As It takes London and fantasy and just puts the whole thing on its head. Even to this day, whenever I'm going on the underground, I'm thinking, what station up. that could be or, or what, what stop could that one be? Also, red alert mean nothing Doctor Who season, the box set seasons one to four, and orange. the specials. And also, I'd like to top on that on the classic series Time Meddler, uh, Power of Cop, Evil, Demons, Genesis, off. Talons of Wing Chiang, Periods of Wilds, Awakening, Visitation, oh, Resurrection, Resolution, Remembrance, oh. Ghostlight, and Fenric. Also, I'd like to, as a difference, I'd like to throw in box set, uh, West Wing box sets, Bones box set, Waking the, the Dead box yep. sets, mm. and also okay. as an enjoyment, uh, Big Bang Theory. I know these people. This is real, this is my life. Right.
1: The enemy of boarded.
3: Yep, they have. They're shooting okay, people. Okay, box. Randomly. I'd like to yep. all the Discworld. Anything by James Swallows or Keith Akuda, I probably haven't pronounced that correct. Uh, the Sherlock Holmes There's Illustrated a deep Collection. Shook and Fisher by mm. Simon R. Yeah. Green, any Kin Newman. And the uh, Temperance Brennan books by Kathy Richards uh, Legend by David to Garman to how to also throwing something. it on the head and actually he blowing my uh, I don't think geek credentials Didn't out did, yeah. of the water I'd like to include the Spider-Man graphic novels by J uh, M Straczynski, X-Men by Josh Whedon mm-hmm. the Serenity books uh, Those You Leave Behind and field. Better Days and all of Buffy's season 8 graphic novels also I would like to grab grab my mp3 player now that has about eight hours of
1: ship blew up did he get off oh bugger oh dear
0: there's bits of him floating around in orbit
1: very small bits mm, yeah. there's a leg oh yeah
0: drifty off into the sunset
1: his right arm floating away hell how am i going to off my digital watch now shut up you're dead oh <laughs> sorry
0: And now, dear listeners, time to don your leg warmers, those funky trousers, and it's time to revive the 1980s with Ashes to Ashes.
1: My name is Alex Drake. I've been shot, and that bullet's taken me back in time. Now I'm lost in 1982, and all I can do is fight and search and stay alive. Because somehow, I will find a way home.
2: Wow. Last two episodes, season two. Yeah. Yes.
0: Everything it, happened. It all hit the it really fan. Did. It all hit the fan. Pretty I are much. you a
1: fiver, don't I?
2: I think you do. Oh, <laughs>
0: damn.
1: <laughs> I want to bet. <laughs> um, Nobody heard me do it. No, no, not at all, no. 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 Where
2: to begin? Right. Uh well yeah. an ultimate episode, I suppose.
3: Mm-hmm. Usually a good place. We
2: find out who the mole is. Yes. In Gene Hunt's team. And that yep.
0: caught us all completely by surprise. Didn't
1: see that one coming. No, we no, no. didn't.
3: However, I do have to say, in retrospect, it does make sense. Mm, yes. Yeah, it wasn't just suddenly no. an extra person introduced, or somebody had no. <laughs> Show do some spoiler
2: One music.
1: One of the
3: background characters did speak.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Better do some spoiler music. Mm, okay. Oh.
2: Spoiler,
1: spoiler music. Spoiler music. Spoiler music. La 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 It was Chris.
0: I yeah. Yep. So I didn't Warty see that boy. coming. Didn't Chris see with it his coming at all. Very floppy hair and puppy s- dog s- eyes. Very silly boy. And highlights. Mm-hmm. And highlights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah. thats very it. Very tight trousers.
1: <laughs>
3: but that was it. He was a very stupid boy. There's, yeah. there's no malicious intent mm. behind it. He was yeah. just... Well, as, as,
1: as he said, what um, what he'd planned to do was go to Gene Hunt and say, look, this has happened, please help me. Yeah. And if he'd done that, yeah. when yeah. he first realised what he what was happening to him, then they'd have sorted mm. it. Yeah, he
0: he got in well he was in over his head I mean he wasn't really a mole as such within the organisation but I mean he was being blackmailed
1: well he's got a wedding coming up needs the money that was it that's that's
0: what made that's the part that made sense to me you know
1: So you're going to turn mole in your organisation, Crumbly?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and also,
2: we have the final, well, not quite a final confrontation, but a big confrontation between the mystery man, ah, Martin yes. Summers, mm, yeah. Mr.
3: Summers, and yes. Alex
2: Drake. Yes. And I was entirely wrong <laughs> <laughs> about the young Martin Summers. <laughs>
3: I got it right, I got it right, yeah. I got it right. Mm-hmm.
2: I was assuming from the trailer that Martin Summers could change his appearance and appear as a, in a different body. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. You were right. It yeah. was actually the younger version of themselves. Mm, well,
3: we've, we've had, to a certain extent, we've had that before with Sam Tyler and with Alex Drake herself. Encountering we, the younger versions of themselves. We
2: did. The the way the trailer was cut together together though <laughs> suggested you know, he cut the young one started the sentence, the old one finished it. Yeah. As yeah. if He'd it morphed. Same, yeah. Not morphed, but it was but, actually the same same person. But something fairly dramatic happened to the younger version of
1: himself. It um, oh, yes. yes. Yeah, didn't see that one coming anyway. either.
3: No. I think the trouble with that is we're too wrapped up in conventions, in sci-fi conventions, and time-traveling conventions, yeah. and forget that this is actually all going on in her head, essentially. Or, Maybe. Or potentially in both of their heads
1: so basically the older summers blew away the younger summers yes
0: put a bullet in his head
1: i love the throwaway line she's stood there and gaped at him and he said what did you think would happen did you think i would vanish yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and then of course alex does a bad thing and rather than calling in for help she rolls the body
0: into the concrete
1: So the base of Torchwood Towers is (laughs) (laughs) held up by many a body, by the sounds of it.
2: She was in a sticky situation because... So was he. (laughs) (laughs) Because before this event, Martin Summers had dropped off a tape Alex had made. Because since she arrived, particularly in the first season, she was making tapes of the events yeah Um, just getting her thoughts together Mm, yeah Yeah. and Martin Summers had broken into her apartment and stole one of them presumably the first or second one where she's unsure of Gene Hunt whether she can trust Gene Hunt and that was given to Gene and Gene was already a bit suspicious somebody on his team was not really on his side and suddenly Alex is implicated
1: he didn't take it it really seemed to hurt him yeah Mm. it hurt him a lot more than when um, it was revealed that Chris was the mole yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. but even so, I mean, the scenes in the uh, interview room when uh, Chris was being questioned, I mean, Gene Hunt just sat there. I mean, his face was like stone. Yeah, yeah. And yet, you can imagine inside his whole world was crumbling. I mean, knowing that one of his or well, one of his closest friends was his uh, apprentice. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah it was actually the uh, betrayer. So
2: yeah. there was poor Alex. The only fingerprints on the gun, uh, hers, mm. were well, Martin Summers had gloves. He on. had gloves on. He had yep. gloves on. But yeah. Okay. If he hadn't, though, it would have been the <laughs> yeah. prince of the dead man anyway. Yeah. And hers. Because yeah. when she was standing there in shock, Martin
3: Summers has put the gun in her hand. Yeah. She did mm-hmm. nothing to yeah. Well, what could yeah. she do? She, she was completely sidelined by the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, to a certain extent, I think the, she acted out of character there. But, as you said, it was a complete shock. Well, she panicked. Yeah. Mm. It, it was a, well,
1: yeah. Naturally.
3: She was sure that she couldn't change the past. Yeah. Well, she she tried with her her parents, and yep, nothing happened the there. Friend, she yeah.
2: knew that Sam Tyler failed, yeah, with and his father.
1: This guy comes along and puts a bullet in his own mm, head. Yeah, oh. completely. So, yeah. Her view of
2: this reality is shattered, and then she was implicated she had nobody to turn to yeah it's very very Mm -hmm. well done very good ending to that particular episode leading into the next
1: the um reaction of the rest of the the squad room to the news that Chris was the mole was Mm. interesting I think it Mm. took an awful lot of courage for him to actually come to work the next day, he, I know Gene oh, yeah. Hunt had told him he's not going to kick him out, his mm. punishment's going to be having to show up to work every day, yeah, yeah. but he could have still done a runner.
0: He could, but as you say, I mean, he did show con- uh, considerable courage in turning up for work, mm. even though he knew that everyone would treat him like a pariah. Which they did, mm, especially
1: yeah. Ray, what a knob.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's already gone down that um, Ray, to a certain extent, certainly looked up to Supermac, mm. oh, and yeah. it's how much corruption Supermac was in. Yeah, so
0: that that rocked Ray's world, and then well, yeah. they and were then, both members of the uh, dodgy handshake yeah, club. Yeah. yeah,
1: And then this this little boy that he sees as a baby brother. Yeah, yeah. And poor mm-hmm. Chris didn't
2: even have Alex, who was somewhat on his side during the interview. Yeah, yeah. Very sympathetic. Suddenly she was out as well. Yeah. yeah.
1: One bit in the last episode that did make me nearly choke laughing <laughs> um, was after they discovered that uh, chip shop guy had been murdered and <laughs> bits, bits of him, of him, him chopped off. off. Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh. Um, <laughs> Alex
1: and Gene discover that his um Dodger had been chopped mm-hmm. off uh-huh. and charge out into the main shop where Ray is holding a very suspiciously shaped <laughs> yes. sausage in mm. batter yes. and bites the end of it. Yeah. I physically ill I think he did as well <laughs> obviously it turns out that he hasn't eaten deep fried torture which, but no, you know no.
3: <laughs> the implication was
2: there yeah, mm, nobody yes. told him for quite a while no yeah. the poor guy yeah. is
1: busy throwing up
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that led
1: us that led us onto the bank job didn't it yes, yes. Yep. Yep. which well, real Keith got I thought Brink's Matt was a couple of years later but I was wrong
3: but also we had um, the bald guy from the garage because you had the two pronged attack virtually on uh, uh, Hunt you had uh, his faith in uh, Alex undermined. Yes. And then you had the sister
1: of the garage guy. Of the mm-hmm. garage guy.
3: Yeah. Trying, trying to tempt him with sexual favours. There. Yeah. He didn't fall for it. Though
2: he he? Didn't. No. Not no. He made
1: out he was going
3: to. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he saw through it all the way. <laughs> he
2: did. So he claimed.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, but this is basically Operation Rose. Yes. Finally. Bullion robbery. <laughs> Never quite understood why Operation Rose. Maybe that harks back to the real bullion job. We I don't might know. Might do. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't get that.
1: But police come out of this very badly, don't they?
0: Oh, good grief. They yeah. do.
1: Very badly. Because according to Ashes to Ashes, the whole thing was masterminded and carried out by officers of the law.
3: Mm. A, a handful of dirty cops. Oh,
0: yeah. Mm. bent yeah.
3: policemen, yeah.
1: That was...
3: Uh, for the period in time that was the the main thing was police corruption they were trying to clear it out during the 80s yeah all the the uh feathering the nest and the backhanders and the the funny handshake Mm, yeah so
1: of course chris gets to stand up and be one of the team again (laughs) well
3: yeah that's leading back to the previous episode because the people who are the people who were running Operation
0: Rose were actually blackmailing Chris. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what they wanted to do was uh, for, for him to uh, feed the police uh, misleading information as to where the gang were going yeah, so they could make a clean getaway.
2: And that finally reveals who Martin Summers was. Yes. We knew he was a policeman, dead policeman by this point, <laughs> but he was involved in the original robbery mm-hmm. in 1982
3: and that's what made him the jaded officer he became. Mm. I think the, the impression I was given that, he was actually in Chris's role yeah originally when it when it happened in real life in 82 yeah right. completely mm. naive yeah and
1: got sucked under by it all mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and as you said joined the force full of all these good ideas about helping people and cleaning up the country and yeah. then that happens yeah and he actually
3: changed quite ironically he changed his life pattern or his memories of it because the the bullion job failed
2: he deliberately engineered it to he, fail yeah exactly this time Round.
3: so he initially changed he's the one who succeeded in changing his past
2: yeah. so the way out Alex wasn't for her to become dirty, but for her to stay clean and find Mm. out what this is all about.
3: and what is it, The Way Out, though? Has it been a way out? Well, The Way out
1: apparently for her was getting shot. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But I I,
3: I personally have my own little theories about that. Me too.
1: Let's hear your little theories. One...
3: She's definitely still in a coma. Whether this is a deeper coma or a lighter coma is another matter. OK. I think that because... Two points. One, slightly yeah. brush over Gene Hunt appearing on all the monitors. <laughs> That's only a very minor point, actually. <laughs> sure, minor though. point, minor <laughs> point. But I find it suspicious that the doctor would keep Molly standing behind him when she would have recovered.
1: Yeah, because she could have dropped mm-hmm. dead and you don't want the kid to see, see that.
3: that. Uh, well... And two, what we suppose is Summers being wheeled out underneath the sheet. Yeah. How did the nurses know that he was a very angry man? Apparently he was in a coma.
2: But was he? Because he claimed to be able to come in and out mm. at will. And on his bedside table was a Sam Tyler style iPod, yeah. which we can mm-hmm. you know, dismiss as a red herring. Also, a a tablet uh, tablets in a bottle if you're in a permanent coma they don't give you tablets do they <laughs> <laughs> so he could induce it himself mm. maybe
1: no,
3: no
1: no i think real keith's right in that she i think she's in a coma in 1982 and also in a coma in 2009 yeah. Really? And uh, it's. The line is blurring. Okay. But then I, why would. I don't would... think that. Oh, I, I do, because the the um, way Gene Hunt was imploring her to wake up and we need you, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, that suggests to yeah. me I'd... that either he's. There in 2009, or she's going through exactly the same thing in 82.
0: I'd say, well, I mean, I tend to side with real Keith on this one. So if she's in a sort of another separate stage of the coma, obviously. Sort of, um, Jean, Jean Hunt is appearing on all the hospital monitors urging her to wake up.
1: So it's the coma equivalent of being in one of those lifts that's got mirrors all <laughs> around it. You're in a coma, in a coma, in a coma, in a coma, it never ends. I think you're all wrong. Okay. Mm. What I, do you think? What do you got? For one thing, if she were in a coma within a coma,
2: that gets us nowhere straight. Wise. So, what we need to do in the final, we now know there's going to be a third and final. final. It's meant to be wrapping up. Where everything's mm-hmm. been wrapped up. Yeah. So, it seems to me that she is back in the real 2008, but part of her mind, which when she was unconscious was in 1982, but part of her mind is now conscious, is still connected to that reality. And that's why she's seeing Jean Hunt.
1: <laughs> We're going to all be wrong (laughs) (laughs) so her
2: job next season is probably at first not be able to control going back and forth between 82 and 2008 but perhaps later be able to control it and as she's in the past and in the present she's going to investigate who Gene Hunt really is
1: Say, so is he? Are we convinced he's still a figment of everyone's ma- imagination, or is he knocking well, around somewhere? It,
2: it's, the end of season one suggested he wasn't a figment of imagination. Yeah. because he's the one that was he's there saved. to save Alex. Yeah, save ten-year-old Yeah, before she relived those events, but. Yeah.
1: Was she just putting his face on the person who really saved her? Maybe.
0: I mean, I think one of the concluding scenes of the very last episode is we're going to be confronted with the 2008 version of Gene Hunt. Mm. In the wheelchair.
3: Yeah, yeah he would be in
2: his 70s. 70s now, yeah. He is in his 40s in 1982. Yeah. so Interesting. I'm not, not sure about that. Yeah, well, well. But I think there is a level of reality that is the, The coma world that both Sam, Alex, and now Martin Summers... Have visited. There's no coincidence that both those two were in the same world at the same time. You know, so it's we,
1: like an alternate reality. It, yeah, mm. we've got
2: to dismiss some kind of shared psychic link, I think. Mm. <laughs> it, it, there is some real reality which they are linking into in their subconscious minds. So, and now she's linking to it in her conscious mind.
1: So could it be that somewhere out there there is Gene Hunt in a coma in some other hospital? Every Maybe. character you come across are dotted around the country in comas. In Hyde. Quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> A really bad disaster at the police training mm. school. Yeah. <laughs> mm, we we'll find out. Next oh yeah,
3: time. yeah I, I'm it, yeah. more than willing to admit mm. that I'm probably wrong.
1: So if you haven't seen it, get onto BBC
0: iPlayer and watch it. Mm. Very, very good ending. Or get the yes. DVD when it comes out. Yeah. Oh yes.
1: Which leads us on to Primeval, which is ending really soon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> crumbie has got his gone. sad face. I
0: know. Uh, I've got my black armband on. Aww.
1: Yes. Come on, tell us about Primeval. All,
0: all the loose ends are tied up. The reasons for the anomalies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, was it explained how they were created? Yes, primarily. Um, it was Helen Cutter. She had managed to get hold of some future technology, which was able to produce um, anom- anomalies on um, on demand, so to speak.
2: Yeah, but where did they come from?
0: Yeah, that's it. That's the thing that's not really explained in the, in the uh, series. Yeah, and yeah, because so, I had that big
3: table-like device and the little tricorder-like thing. Mm, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Know.
1: Does it say where she got it from?
0: I would imagine one of the uh, future realities she, uh, she visited. Th- this whole season
2: has basically been about this artifact. Yes. That's right. This yes. Kind of mm-hmm. cylinder-type thing. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Which um. I would, I would imagine it's like it's like a map showing where um, all throughout history all the anomalies appear or mm. will appear as such it's time bandits <laughs> well in a manner of speaking <laughs> yeah basically uh, uh, Helen Cutter's dastardly plan is revealed she wants to go back in time and uh, basically sort of wipe out the uh, first proto-humans which were um, humanity's ancestors yep. Do we know does she say why <laughs> um, because
1: She's got a thing for Neanderthal man
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice no, because um, she saw um, humanity as a blight on the planet Earth I mean, without humanity, there would be no wars, no pollution, Mm. no disease.
1: So she's one of those who conveniently forgets that without humanity, there'd be no art, there'd be no music, no literature. Yeah, but
0: she didn't see not like that. (laughs) Uh, Ah, one of those. mm, Well, she was so intense on what she was doing. All the plus features of humanity just went by the board. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she, she was she was just intent intent of uh, wiping out humanity before it even existed.
2: She was also blaming humanity and particularly Nick Cutter and the uh, the Ark oh. team mm, that's yeah. it. for uh, introducing the. Predators mm-hmm. the future predators That's into an earlier time frame than they should have been.
0: Yeah, which is why history was slightly changed when Nick Cutter came back to the present.
2: Yeah.
1: Doesn't she have a little bit of a point there though?
0: <laughs> uh she does, but I mean she was so wrapped up yeah, she was so overzealous about it.
1: Yeah. I mean she went about it completely the wrong way. All you mm. need to do was wipe out men and you know, everything would have been fine. <laughs> Wouldn't that wipe out well, no, you'd have pr- provided mm-hmm. sperm banks, you know, and just kept the boys for farming purposes and not let them actually do anything. Milking <laughs> <Ban-rakes>. purposes. Mm. <laughs> me. I just realised I'm over- I'm sort of outnumbered here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I'll go make the coffee. <laughs> oh, I need that recorded.
3: <laughs> As a retrospect from the whole series, it's never been one that has continuously grabbed me. No. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. even even now, I mean, I, I've watched more of this season. Probably than I have of any others. Mm, yeah. But there's, there's nothing that's actually grabbed for me. There's been nothing to grab me and bring me back to watch again next week.
1: I didn't find the characters sympathetic enough. I think that's what did it for me. Yeah. I found I really didn't mind Monster of the Week. I'm quite a fan Mm -hmm. of Monster of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) I used when um first you know first series of Buffy, first series of most things. You had Monster of the Week, and I found that quite fun. But (laughs) three years. (laughs) Well, I just didn't have enough sympathy with the characters.
0: Yes, but at least uh, right, spoiler music. Spoiler music, spoiler doo, music, spoiler, do, spoiler do, do, music. Um, Helen Cutter does meet her you know, comeuppance. Oh, yes. Apparently. Sticky end? Um, well, she died as she lived, um, with a velociraptor <laughs> on top of her. Yeah. Mm.
1: hi <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Far too many comebacks.
0: <laughs> yes, well, the series does end on something of a cliffhanger, actually, with um, Jason's Fleming, uh, Jason Fleming's character being marooned in the uh, same period as uh, the proto-humans. Yep, and uh, Connor and uh, Abby being marooned in um well the uh, Cretaceous period with lots of uh, carnivorous dinosaurs around yeah,
1: so the tree. Not, they're not going to last long then. Well, but he was annoying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not
1: like, saying he deserves to die. Oh, bless
0: him. <laughs> the get out of jail free card was pretty blatant though. Well, they yeah, um, Helen Cutter's. Um, anomaly um constructor was left lying on the ground just
1: so. having me left lying on the ground
0: not yeah. far from them. Mm. Yeah.
1: i think i've worked out how they can get out of mm. this <laughs> yeah <And that laughs> until was... a big t-rex treads on it <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I mean, that, that was the point when it was written they were i wouldn't say planning but hopeful
0: for a fourth season mm. that's it and that's all been scuppered now so they yeah. have
3: said if they'd known they
2: wouldn't get a fourth they would have ended, ended it, it, it differently but the way they they've ended it it is so blatant how they can get out of it that it is effectively resolved.
0: So, I mean, it all depends now whether um, Primeval the movie comes to fruition or not. Mm. I mean, whether they'll still have the same uh, same characters or they'll just press the reset button and um, introduce completely new characters. I bet that's what
1: they do.
3: It's going to be Hollywood, so Mm, it's...
1: It'd be interesting to see what it's like with a bit of money chucked at it. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I have the feeling that it could be potentially quite good because yeah. they were introducing or beginning to introduce the alternate timelines
0: mm, that's it sections into it so well especially with whether well, uh, you know, when Qatar came back from the past yeah mm. yeah and as I say sort of um the main female lead was missing or had never existed.
1: Yeah. But it's not based in London, though. <laughs> no,
2: I'm sure not. But the Monster of the Week thing would translate quite well to the big screen. Yeah. I imagine it would, yeah. Because you wouldn't have you know, lots of monsters every different week. You'd have just two or three yeah. in that big film. Yeah. The
0: old Jurassic Park. Yeah. Two or well, three of them in, a, in Los Angeles or, or wherever. Just, I mean, it's Hollywood. Yeah, so would, would they introduce American characters... Oh yeah, or or maintain uh, what's been happening with um, British characters, sort of same character names but different actors. I can't see that they'd ever resolve the current
2: cliffhanger. It's Mm. just too much backstory to to try to
0: fit into the Mm. beginning of the film.
3: It would be like the first X Files film if you hadn't seen it. Then it made no sense at all. Yeah, yeah. that's it.
0: Well, I'm very disappointed at um, ITV. I mean, basically, they have shot themselves in the foot big time because, um, as we were talking about earlier, I mean, what else does ITV have to offer at this moment in time? As you say, it's just oh. talent shows and. Um,
1: yeah. Absolutely nothing. Mm. Quizzes.
0: Yeah, and quizzes and sports.
2: Celebrity Mr. and Mrs.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, ITV needed, I, mean, I wouldn't say a competitor to Doctor Who, but um, Saturday tea time viewing to draw in the families. Yeah, sort of adventure. I mean, not, not, not big explosions, but sort of ca- a character-driven storyline. They,
2: they don't have that audience anymore, though, do they? The no. Young, which the younger people just aren't tuning into ITV, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, and if
1: they are, it's only because they've been told by the media that they've got to watch... Britain's Got Talent. Well,
2: mm. maybe. this is a shame because we this do is. need competition. Oh yes, well, that's we can't good. just have mm. BBC doing these genre mm-hmm. things like Doctor Who, Merlin, well, Robin for what, Hood.
3: For one thing, you grow complacent without any competition. Yes, yeah.
0: sir. Uh, so I think ITV are being very silly in that respect. Yeah. Even from merchandise alone and stuff like that, means, yeah. right? it wouldn't be on the same level as Doctor Who. But I mean, there again, I mean there would be enough of uh, yeah, enough people out there buying it.
2: It's a shame. It was meant to be a competitor Doctor Who. It never quite got the same audience.
0: Well, it wasn't on Netflix. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, But, yeah, it was uh, a much better effort than anything else they've done recently. Oh, oh, yeah, glad, yeah. so.
0: I think Demons, while it was oh. watchable, fell flat on its face. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mm.
2: I do wonder if the failure of Demons had anything to do with the, the canon of that yeah. yeah. it. evil. Mm-hmm. They can't just have the one series. Oh, good grief, no. Like Doctor Who, they couldn't just have Doctor Who. They had, had to have something else you know,
0: during the autumn. Yeah to yeah. balance it out. So, thoughts on Primeval, everyone? Basic
3: premise, it had potential. They they should have, I think, again, if you had slightly more interesting characters in there, I know you had Cutter with his speeding delivery and his <laughs> his, uh, his lightning reflexes, mm. but you should have had some more characters in there. And a more cohesive story arc I think, and not rely mm. so much on the monster of the week.
0: But I must confess the Monster of the Week scenario was starting to get a little bit sort of yeah. worn towards the end. Yeah. Mm. But I think with the ideas of uh, parallel realities, that's different it. timelines. But they, they
3: should have pushed in that direction <clears throat> a little bit more. As I said the the future shows we did see or we did have was just of desolation. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened to the human well, race, that's where it. you know, where they gone on to or well, mm-hmm.
2: That was meant to be the the Predators. Yeah, yeah, It was was okay. It didn't quite hit the heights I'd hoped it would. It was a bit samey in every week. There was at least one Creature of the Week. But backgrounds are happening as well, which Mm. kept it a bit more interesting. But it could have been better.
0: I think they've made a big mistake in cancelling it. And now, time for a shameless plug...
2: It's not as long as Podshock. It doesn't have remotely the same amount of in-depth interviews as the Who cast. It's not even as full of spoilers as Outpost Gallifrey. In fact, it's just some bloke talking about the best show in the universe. The Tin Dog Podcast. Find it on iTunes.
0: Ooh, that was a bit noisy. Hello, this is a promo for the Flash and Blade podcast. I'm Tony, and this is my plucky girl assistant, Jo. Hello. That was a bit breathy, Kensington Miss, wasn't it? Hello. Anyway, um, what, what, what do we do? What do we talk about?
1: Oh, we talk about stuff and things. And things? Yeah. In equal measure. Yeah, things.
0: Doctor Who, science fiction, all sorts of silly stuff like that, but mainly Doctor Who because it's my obsession. I'm the ancient wise one and Joe knows, well, bugger all really about it.
1: I'm the plucky one, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. Yes,
0: she's very, very, very plucky. We get Joe's completely fresh views on all sorts of things to do with Doctor Who and my ancient, ingrained, indefinable magic views. Um, So that's the Flashing Blade podcast, available from www.flashingblade.org.uk, iTunes, podcast, Ali, blah, 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 blah. That's the end of this promo. Toodles! Bye! And now, in a much abbreviated form, we have some feedback.
1: Okay, we've also heard from Lizanne, who liked the Star Trek film, and she sent us some escape pod discs, which we'll use next time.
0: Mm, Thank you very much, Lizanne. Thank you.
1: Mm. A wine who's broken his arm. Sorry to hear that.
3: He fell out of the tree.
1: He's 15. Eric, who's chosen the B option for choosing his own staggering story, which will be back next time. Steve, who's sent us a list of Doctor Who cocktails. Ooh. Wynne, who's putting away childish things. Ah, Such a shame. The Stephen, who demands the recognition he deserves. <laughs> Sarah, who loved Ashes to Ashes and has also sent some escape pod discs. Joshua, who also loves Star Trek and has chosen option C. And finally, Eric from Virginia, who loves Flight of the Navigator, doesn't want them to hurt it, and thinks the new companion should be called Cassandra Millington. Thank you all. Sorry we couldn't read you all out, but, you know, it's ten (laughs) o'clock. If you'd like to write to us, (laughs) even if we don't don't read your letters out, you can get in touch with us at show...
0: At staggeringstories.net. So, with much regret, that brings us to the end of another podcast. But, however, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More news and reviews, more fun, frivolity and jollity. But until then, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you.
1: Farewell. Bye-bye.
3: soon there won't be room for naughty men like you and me to slip about at all
0: pardon
2: you have been listening to the staggering stories podcast series one number 48 featuring Adam J Purcell Andy Simpkins fake Keith and the real Keith Dunn. And he's expressed here that the speaker don't necessarily know the other speakers all aside a cooperative fidget is intended and this podcast is a fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net
1: She's not going to be happy (laughs) Taking one for the country (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry Jean (laughs) No I'm not (laughs) She's my best mate I'm allowed (laughs) I'm going to have to think of News music to beat the Bill Bailey. You didn't even try. No, 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 no. you didn't <laughs> you even <wimped> try.
3: <laughs> and uh, John DiMaggio as Bender, bending Rodriguez. I kind of pronounce that. Ooh, well, well.
1: Rodriguez. <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 another William Smith. Then and uh,
3: no I'll start that one again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> back on the remake trail. Could you
1: start that again. We were making stupid okay. noises. <laughs> well, that's what I th- you do usually.
3: Shout you know, you call it talking. <laughs> Ow! Ow!
0: Someone get hurt.
1: No, I just ignore him. Let right. him cry.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> Sad news now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
3: you cannot laugh! You're a bad man.
0: The look on his face. When will I reach the stage of true enjoyment? When you have eyes like mine, grasshopper <laughs>
3: I have an addendum.
0: Again. Do you, show to his.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his has got shoelaces on yeah. I've got shoelaces <laughs> on my shoes and nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, we'll take your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see? I, no, I, I will show you if you want Please you don't bring Willy out, out again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed in Tesco's anymore. <laughs> out. New balls. It was in you got to be kidding. Second set. Net. Game to Crumbly. You cannot be serious, man. You won't. It drank... I've lost my accent. I've got Liverpool. Oh my god, what's happening? You're dancing. It dragged and I really had the feeling this was a four or five parter which had been padded. Which I think which I think what had happened is spe- Jean right in English! God! <laughs>